0: This is The Scoop, the City of Nelson's official podcast hosted by Ginger Lester and by me, Avi Silverstein. Hi, Ginger. Hello. <laughs> so you may have seen in the news recently that there's a Nelson Hydro rate increase coming up in 2023. Today, we'll be asking all the hard questions about this rate increase, including why we're seeing it now, how it'll be different for urban and rural customers, and how we compare it to other parts of BC and Canada.
1: Okay, so thanks for the introduction to the podcast, Avi. I'm here to introduce our special guest. This is Scott Spencer, who's the general manager of Nelson Hydro. Hello, Scott.
2: Hello, everyone. I'm glad to be here.
1: Great. We're happy to have you. Um, so Scott's been living in the Kootenay uh, area for uh, over 25 years, and he's been in the general manager role at Nelson Hydro for two years. So a lot has happened, and hopefully we can get to the bottom of a lot of the things that have happened over the last couple of years. So with that, I'm going to let Avi take it away.
0: Yeah, Scott, let's start with the basics here. Can you tell us a little bit about Nelson Hydro, how it's structured, how it works?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Nelson Hydro was incorporated in 1892, making it one of the oldest utilities in Canada. Uh, In 1896, it produced its first power, and in 1898, uh, the city of Nelson purchased it. So as a municipal utility, we're unique in uh, the province of BC because we have our own generation and transmission assets. We're also unique because we've been serving uh, customers outside of the municipal boundaries since 1922. As such, it means that we are regulated by the BC Utilities Commission for the rural customers and by the City Council for the urban customers. Uh, We currently have about 11,000 customers and our generating plant uh, produces, uh, well, it's capable of producing 16 megawatts, but we're limited to a year round water license of 9.1 megawatts, uh, except during the freshet period. That means that uh, we produce about 50% of the power for the city of Nelson and surrounding area.
0: And the, re- and the rest of the power?
2: The rest of the power is uh, purchased wholesale from Fortis BC to meet the Nelson hydro
1: and just on that note too, so we're connected to Fortis, right? Is that how that works? Yes. The, the lines? Okay.
2: Yeah, so we have three points of interconnection uh, throughout our area, so that we can, uh, you know, you know, have a reliable connection to the grid most of the
1: time. Okay. So um, we're just going to get right into this. So many of you have probably heard it. there's going to be a hydro rate increase, Nelson Hydro rate increase, coming in 2023. So, Scott, can you tell us what this means for customers? Like, what does this rate increase um, work out to?
2: Yeah, sure. Thanks, Ginger. That's a great question. Uh, We have announced and have approval for an interim rate increase in our rural area of 9.87%. Uh, starting on January 1st, 2023. Uh, uh, for our urban customers, we have approval from City Council for an increase of 4%. And what that means to the average customer is uh, for urban folks that uh, that use about 1,000 kilowatt hours per hour, that's about a $5 a month increase. Okay. And so for the rural side… What's
1: the math there? $60 a year? Roughly? <laughs> I don't know. I, I I should have thought that one out ahead of time. <laughs> Okay.
0: And why is there a rate increase?
2: Well, Nelson Hydro only increases rates to be able to make sure that we have enough revenue to be able to cover our operating expenses. So it's just a straight calculation of uh, of you know the amount of money that comes in and the amount of money that needs to go out. So in 2023, we've put together our budget. We know that we have some uh, some expenses. Uh, you know. Like everyone else, Nelson Hydro is uh, feeling the pinch of uh, inflation and supply chain issues. Right. So uh, uh, Fortis BC has approval from uh, the BC Utilities Commission for a four, uh, well, 3.98% rate increase. Uh, so that's 50% of our cost right there, going up by almost 4%. And uh, 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 the rest of the materials that we purchase are costing more. So we've, uh, you know accounted for that in the budget uh, to where, to the best that we can forecast right now. We're very nervous. We have uh, lots of challenges with the supply chain right now. Uh, and I've, then, heard, I've
1: heard that for a lot of um, organizations yeah. and companies.
2: Yeah. yeah, like for example, you know, some of our worst uh, challenges, uh, transformers, we're being told now that uh, some of our transformers that we purchase on a re- semi-regular basis are four-year delivery, and they're three times the cost of what we would have uh, oh, wow. paid a year ago uh, for something that we would see within six months so so some of those things that we are having to try and navigate right. through this process is uh, is quite a challenge and uh, we feel the budget that we have is is adequate but uh, but you know lots of risks involved still.
1: And I think that, you know, we've heard, I think, on, um, from Nelson Hydro and on some of our commenting on social media and phone calls, um, you know, people are worried because you mentioned there is global inflation. So what what do you tell customers when they call and, and they ask this question to you?
2: Yeah, I, we absolutely empathize with people uh, when they call in, uh, you know. It's it's not easy to absorb a rate increase uh, especially with other things going up as much as they are and we, we try and deliver as much value for service with uh, with what we are providing and and part of that is uh, trying to improve our reliability uh, so that people are you know at least you know experiencing good impacts uh, um, you know we have uh, uh, put money in the budget this year especially for vegetation management uh, to uh, to try and make a big difference so there's a, an increase this will be the biggest amount of money that we budgeted for vegetation management uh, in the history of Nelson Hydro in 2023 we put together a five year plan last year and this is the second year of that five year plan and so it's a big a big uh, chunk but we are starting to see some of those reliability benefits already Excellent Yeah has this
0: vegetation management plan been successful so far
2: Well if the st- the statistics are showing us that yes they they are right now uh, a- Anecdotally it feels like
0: it's been successful you know. <laughs> I agree. But, but, I'm, I, but I'm interested that the statistics also bear that
2: out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, Nelson Hydro uh, uses, uh, you know, internationally recognized reliability statistics for electric utilities. Uh, so we compare ourselves uh, to that and, and have have historically. So we have records that go back quite a few years. And, you know, when we think about 100 years ago, the trees in Nelson, they were pretty small. Right. You know, there was a lot of uh, a lot of, uh, you know, burning for mining and logging to build the city of Nelson at that time. So, you know, there wasn't a lot of mature forest around and, you uh, know, have grown up over time and, uh, you know, Nelson has grown to appreciate those. And one of the things that we've, we've seen is, you know, in, you know, in the last decade, uh, you know, there was a lot of pressure, you know, with climate change mm-hmm. to, to, you know, preserve trees as much as possible. Uh, but with that comes the other aspects of climate change where a lot of those trees now 100-150 years old are mature, they're starting to become end of life, we're seeing um, uh, impacts from these hot dry summers and other right. uh, you know, climate change uh, effects where, right. you know, with unpredictable windstorms and uh, you know, they're, they're having a big impact on reliability. Uh, and you know we saw you know reliability starting to dip uh, in 2017, uh, hit a low point in 2020. But uh, since we've uh, you know initiated a, a bigger spend in, in vegetation management starting in 2019, those statistics have risen significantly. And right now uh, we don't have the year-end statistics for 2022, but it looks like we're going to be back at the uh, back at the you know national you know. the average for Canadian electric utilities uh, again this year and we want to be able to maintain that so we're going to continue to to focus on that P uh, reliability.
1: Well, Avi uh, mentioned that anecdotal part, and so I used to do all the posting of the power outages, and I feel like I'm doing them a lot less. So I think <laughs> I think you're doing a great job. Um, but I'll just kind of stay, stay on that same subject of veg- um, uh, vegetation management because you talked about it being a five-year plan. So will those costs eventually come down uh, for the vegetation management where we get to a point where... I guess it's kind of status quo and it's not as much work
2: yeah that's our plan uh, when we put together the five-year plan we recognize that we need to to kind of you know get us you know a, a really big you know uh, effort at the beginning and then slowly taper off so 2023 is our is our big push uh, we'll see those numbers come down uh in uh in the years following and we're hoping by uh, 2026 we will be in a sustainment mode where our three-year vegetation management cycle will match the growth rate of the vegetation and we will just, you know, that will be the budget and we'll only be increasing vegetation management budget by, you know, inflationary costs to actually perform that work.
1: Mm, Great.
0: And so Scott, is the vegetation management, is that why the rural rate is increasing more than the urban rate?
2: It has an impact, absolutely. Um, this year is, is the first year that we've uh, been using our cost of service model, and this is something that the British Columbia Utilities Commission has asked us to do, uh, because we are unique in the province. It's 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 difficult for them to be able to to uh, you know regulate us uh, when. Half of the utility is, is regulated by the city of Nelson, so they asked us for a cost of service that clearly defined uh, the cost that we expend in the rural area versus the cost that uh, you know the urban customers uh, should incur. And, and that sounds easy until you start to think about you know things like you know the customer service reps that uh, that answer the phone. You know how many calls are they getting from rural customers versus urban customers, and how do you divide that out, or or even something you know what should be you think straightforward like demand charges uh, from Fortis BC how do those get divided out because we don't charge demand to our rural customers so we need to figure out a way to do that so that uh, that was a process uh, we've developed the model uh, in July of 2022 uh, we uh, we received approval from the utilities commission uh, for that model uh, with modifications that they directed so we've we've now completed those modifications and part of their direction was that future rate increases would be supported and use that model so the 2023 is the first time we've been taking our budget numbers and adding them into the model and they're telling us that the rural side uh, requires a nine point eight seven percent rate increase that's why the, the two decimal place uh, uh, accuracy on that that's the that's what the the, the model is uh, is telling us based on the budget that we have uh, we know that that's a bit of a step change because the last three years while we've been kind of working through this process with the BCUC uh, you know we have been working on our reliability in the rural area, because that's part of the, the feedback that we got from customers and from the BC Utilities Commission. They're expecting us to improve rural reliability. So we've been putting more resources towards the rural area. So that's been incrementing over the past three years, but the rates haven't been changing the rural right. and the urban have been paying the same rate for the past three years. So as a result, you know, the urban has been shouldering some of that. So because this is the first time we're putting those numbers into the model it feels like a big jump and we're not expecting that that's going to continue into the future that, uh, that it'll settle out into sort of you know a normal inflationary budget increase going beyond but this year is a bit different with the rural and uh you know we recognize that's a it's a big uh, number to to, uh, to absorb in one year and unfortunately that's you know what the utilities commission has asked us to do is to use our model to guide us it makes it Straightforward and defendable to the customers, and uh, and uh, we'll do everything we can to try and help our uh, rural ratepayers.
1: And I'll just kind of skip ahead here, obviously to a different question, because just on that note, um, there is a cost of living credit coming to all electrical customers in British Columbia um, in the next couple months, as mm-hmm. far as I understand, including Nelson Hydro cu- customers, both rural and in the city. So from what I've heard, is that cost of living credit is $100 for uh, residential customers. And then maybe you can explain the uh, commercial side, but that might help offset this rate increase for 2023. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, absolutely. The timing of uh, the the province of BC's announcement that they'd like to, uh, to, uh, you know, support uh, electric customers within uh, the province of BC is, is, you know, is working well with uh, with the rate increase that we're having to, to do this year. So uh, the province announced that every residential customer will receive $100. Great. Uh, for Nelson Hydro, those will appear on uh, their first bill in the new year. So if you get your bill you know, in the middle of January or in the middle of February, sometime in the first eight weeks of, uh, of the year, uh, those will be showing on the electric bills. It'll show as a cost of living credit of $100. For the commercial customers, we've been given a lump sum amount of, uh, of uh, funds from the province and what we are doing is dividing that out uh, amongst those commercial customers as a percentage of the uh, uh, their consumption in the previous 12 months from when this was first contemplated. So it's, uh, it's October to September of 2020.
1: Do you remember what the average was for that? It, it comes
2: to around $240 right. average for Nelson. That's for commercial customers. Commercial customers.
1: customers yeah. Only,
2: yeah. So, okay. And there's a wide range in, in terms of consumption for commercial customers, but the average comes out to 240. That's good to know. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so Scott, a question. If there are folks that want to provide some feedback on these rate increases, is there a way they can get in touch?
2: Yeah, the BC Utilities Commission, uh, they have a, a process with our revenue requirements application, which is how we're, we're proceeding with uh, the BC Utilities Commission. Uh, so they have uh, the process that's opened up. Uh, they're accepting uh, letters of comment from uh, Nelson Hydro customers up until the 21st of February. So people have a bit of time to, to think about the rates and the rate increases and uh, supply letters to the BC Utilities Commission will help help inform their, uh, their decisions. Uh, and uh, if you're a... City of Nelson customer, um, you can always contact one of your councillors or the mayor.
1: Um, so, on that note, um, just looking at the um, the rate increase, um, one thing you touched on a little bit, but how do we compare it to other utilities, especially maybe right in BC? Can you, or actually across Canada, can yeah. you can you touch on that?
2: Yeah, I, I could even go globally. I mean, you know, Canada has some of the lowest util- electricity rates, electricity rates in in the globe uh, and then uh, across Canada um, uh, BC is uh, third only to uh, Quebec and Manitoba uh, who have uh, crown corporations like BC Hydro and uh, and a lot of hydroelectric um, heritage hydroelectric power that's generated so so those provinces have uh, have lower rates but BC is third across uh, Canada in terms of the provinces Nelson Hydro uh, rates are just below the BC average When you actually look at uh, consumption levels, uh, it depends on how much people actually use in terms of electricity. For for you know uh, uh, low consumption customers, Uh, Nelson Hydro is uh, significantly lower than Fortis BC, about 20% lower. Even for the 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 rural customers, it's still at least 14% for those uh, uh, lower um, customers. And uh, a little bit higher than what BC Hydro pays. So, you know, kind of averages out. For high-consuming customers, it's the, the other way around. Nelson Hydro is actually lower than BC Hydro and Fortis uh, by some margin. So,
1: You know, I um, know we've promoted this before, but um, uh, just because we've got you here today, can you maybe explain to the public about um, how the peak, you know, I know that between 5 and 7 p.m., for example, is um, peak use in our community and what it would mean if we... Uh, shifted away from that. Yeah.
2: that's a great question, uh, Ginger. Because one of the uh, major costs that I've explained is our wholesale power purchases from Fortis BC, and it's it's comprised of two charges. We tar- we we pay for the energy that we use, but we also pay for what's called a demand charge. So the peak that we that we hit. Um, on an annual and a monthly basis, they charge us for that because they have to build out their own infrastructure and capacity in order to be able to supply Nelson Hydro when we need it, on those really cold days in January yeah. or, or February when uh, when everybody's got uh, their uh, their Electric heat. Is it always in um, the
1: winter, the peak? Or the peak is
2: always in the winter okay. in Nelson. I know some utilities have uh, summer peaking. Uh, the, the Okanagan is, is almost a dual peak, uh, but uh, Nelson is still very clear. We're starting to see a little bit more uh, usage in the summer as people are shifting to to uh, um, air conditioning with uh, the, the, the hotter weather, but it's it's a fraction of, of our winter peak, so we're really focused on that winter peak. Uh, so on those cold days, um, you know, we hit that peak Pretty consistently uh, at uh, you know between 5 and 7 p.m. and uh, that's typically when people come home uh, they're you know turning on all their lights they're they're cranking up the thermostat a little bit they're starting to cook their dinner or they're maybe popping in a load of laundry right. and get the dishwasher going and all those act busy activities and that's when we hit our peak so you know it benefits all customers if they can shift that load if you can delay washing your dishes until you're ready to go to bed. That makes a huge difference mm-hmm. and it makes, uh, you know, it brings that peak down uh, and saves money for the entire uh, entire customer base.
1: That's great.
2: That's yeah. good
1: information. Avi, <laughs> do you have anything else today?
0: Um, nope.
1: Nope. All right. Well, I'll do maybe a little communications update since I've got everyone here. Um, some people might know that Nelson Hydro um, has a new branding image um, They and they have a Uh, their own social media. So they have a new Facebook page and an Instagram account at nelson.hydro. So I encourage you to go and check those out. And if you do want to learn more about um, the rates and the rate structure, you can go to nelson.ca forward slash hydro. And there's lots of great information there, including how rates are set. So take a look for that page on the website.
2: Thank you very much, Ginger. That's a great plug. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) And yes, folks, that's
0: all the time we have for today. This has been The Scoop with Avi and Ginger. and Thank you to our guest, Scott Spencer. If you do want to get in touch, send us an email at podcast at nelson.ca. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.